Hey, what's up, everybody? If you missed the big news from over the weekend, Phil Kessel is an Arizona Coyote, and Corey and I did a very special Instagram Live edition of our show. And in case you missed it, we're going to put it in audio form. We talked about for about 15 minutes. Here it is, our Instagram special, Phil Kessel is a Coyote. Gerald, he scores! And the Cardinals win an amazing game. Mikael Bucker with a chance he walks in. He scores! Mikael Bucker for the second straight game is the hero. Hi, Sporty Nation. Hey, Sporty Nation. We thought we would come on here really quickly to talk about some exciting news that I'm sure no one has heard about yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, emergency Sporty Edition because, as you well know, yesterday the Coyotes made one of the biggest trades uh, they've made in a long time. Phil Kessel, now an Arizona Coyote. Alex Galchenyuk, P.O. Joseph on the move to Pittsburgh. Very exciting times to be a Coyotes fan. Uh, Phil Kessel multiple-time Stanley Cup champion, comes back to play with Rick Tockett. Corey, as you know, I'm sure you read everything yesterday where Rick Tockett was considered to be the Kessel Whisperer. Which, yeah, that photo was going around everywhere. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, it's kind of gold PR-wise because Mm -hmm. you see someone who is a back-to-back Stanley Cup champion and then you see the current head coach together and it's just... It's beautiful to see as a Coyotes fan and as a person in Arizona who has seen, you know, hockey on the rise. Anytime you get a big name in Arizona, it's a big deal. So um, it's really kind of magical, I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. Even my cousin who uh, lives in Washington was texting me about it. Did you hear? Yes, I did hear. <laughs> and it's pretty awesome. And uh, I never really thought the day would come. So it's really cool to anytime we can get a big name here in Arizona. Yeah, you remember last week when we came back and did our return podcast, we were talking about um, the Coyotes' issues with their goal scoring. We remember I mentioned that quote from John Chaiko where he was like, well, you know, we had a lot of injuries last year. And so I don't know if the offense is as big a need as it was. And, and then lo and behold, he makes this the biggest trade in a while for uh, bringing in Phil Kessel. So um, not to, uh, in a way, it's not too surprising to me because he's been rumored to come to the Coyotes for years. Ever since Rick Tockett took over the job, he was kind of the guy that I think a lot of Coyotes fans were like, this guy would fit so perfect here in a Coyotes sweater. And so now that when that happened, I was like, oh, it happened. I didn't think it was ever going to happen really, but I'm, I'm glad it did. Um, and he's, yeah, I think he's going to be a, a perfect, perfect fit um, with the Coyotes. And and I remember last week we, went, we talked about, too, how they weren't going to be – I didn't think they were going to be very active in free agency at all. And I thought most of their action was going to come from trades. That's exactly what they did. So now your roster is pretty much set for this year. I think may, may, I think they have one more spot open, a, a forward to bring in as like a 13th skater. But other than that, I mean, this is uh, – it's huge. Yeah, I wanted to bring up a, a quote that – Chaika had had and he had said that Phil Kessel is a proven winner an elite goal scorer and one of the most productive point scorer point producers in the NHL for a sustained period of time 
His dynamic scoring ability fits a specific need. Yes, mm -hmm. a specific need for this team and instantly elevates us to another level. In which I completely agree. And just to kind of point this out, in last season, Corey has notes. I have notes. I had things that I had to say, and I was like, I need to get this out. <laughs> so, uh, 27 goals in 82 points last season, 34 goals in 92 points the season before. He's a three time All Star. And you have to put that in perspective to last season, Galchenyuk had 19 goals and 22 assists in 72 games. And, um, oh, and by the way, obviously, all of these um, were him playing all of the games of the season because of the fact that he has not missed a game in nine seasons, knocking on wood, knocking on wood, knocking on more wood. But, um, it, which is great because, I mean, it is so good to see someone who mm -hmm. is going for a long time without having injury when we were riddled with so many injuries this season. So, um, but I think it's really big to show that last season, which was down from his season before, was 27 when Galchenyuk was tied with Richardson, who had played 66 games. Galchenyuk had played 72. Um, they were tied for the most goals in the season mm -hmm. with 19. <laughs> so you have someone coming in that was in a lower season from the year before, eight goals more yeah. than um, our highest goal scorer. So I think that is a big deal as well. Yeah, I mean, so that's two trades Chaka made in the last week, which he brought in Carl Soderberg from Colorado, which was a nice a yes. nice little move, getting rid of Kevin Kanan, um, which we didn't get a chance to talk about on last week's show because it happened on like Monday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he had 23 goals last year too, which would have left the team. And now you're bringing another guy in, Phil Kessel, who is a point-per-game player. Um, so, and they didn't really give up that much. Let's talk about that for a moment. Um, getting rid of Alex Galchenyuk, he was going coming. He's going into his upcoming season is the last year of his contract. About four point eight million dollars owed to him. Um, coming off an injury, obviously at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to miss him at all. I, I liked Alex Galchenyuk. He was a nice player. He had an, a nice season, but he was inconsistent. Um, so I, I think moving him to Pittsburgh when I, I doubt the Coyotes would have been able to afford him for a long-term contract um, was great. I, I, I and Pierre Joseph too. He I don't think he was going to be in the mix for this team for another couple or three seasons. So and that was another thing. I kind of most of the flack that if there has been any flack that I've been hearing on this trade, it is the fact that Pierre Joseph went mm -hmm. um, with Galchenyuk and. I think that people are a little bit overreacting on that because this is a very young team. It's been a very young team for the past five years. So it the fact that you have, um, thank you for agreeing with, with us for saying uh, what we said about Galchenyuk and saying that we're the best, appreciate that. But um, you know, this team is such a young team, having some veteran leadership is never a bad thing. And having someone who is a seasoned vet in winning a Stanley Cup, going through the playoffs, and is able to score those goals. I mean, he the only problem he's ever really had in his career is defensively. Mm -hmm. And I think with the way that Trike has been moving things in, it's been getting things a lot stronger defensively. Yeah. So I I think that it really helped both teams because the Penguins were in the complete opposite direction. They mm -hmm. needed to get much younger. So I think it was I just really wanted to like not to interrupt you there, but I just really mm -hmm. wanted to mm -hmm. um bring in the fact that I think that people a little bit are overreacting about that because of the fact that there is so many young prospects on this team and there's so many young players on this team currently. Um, 
So I I don't think it's as big of a deal as some people are making it out to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, and P.O. Joseph was expendable after they took Victor Soderstrom, too. Exactly. Because um, P.O. was basically, you know, that, you know, first, second, and third tier kind of top def- defenseman in, in the Coyotes organization. Kyle Capobianco, who got hurt, unfortunately, last year, was probably that number one. Victor, Victor Soderstrom right now probably popped up to that number one. We'll see him in the NHL very soon. But I'm not going to miss P.O. Joseph at, at all. Like, he... His big, his biggest knock is that uh, he's a great teammate. He's a great leader. He is you know great in the room. He's a great dude. But he is I don't know if you've seen pictures of Pio Joseph lately, but he is a skinny ass mf'er. He is tiny. He is not. That's his biggest knock. Is he just can't gain weight. Well, and that's part of the problem with this team. This team has always been a very small mm-hmm. team, and. Uh, when you're a grinding team, it doesn't particularly work out the same way because you don't have the weight to throw around. So um, I think that is a great thing to be pointing out because that's the last thing that this team needs is more <laughs> right. lack of size. And I know that a lot of um, a lot of the NHL is going to more skilled and less size, mm-hmm. but you know it's we're still in that middle area where it's slowly crossing over, and I feel like the size to skill. And there's not enough skill to make up for the size. Right. So um, I think that really ends up being a, a, a good trade, I think, in, for both teams. Yeah. Because it's essentially what both teams needed. I would also like to point out that it back was... Back to the notes. Back to the notes. I just like to get this right. Um, it is... Um, let me see here. He is he has three years left on his eight-year deal, and it's $6.8 million per season. Um, that is adding to the cap space. And it's funny because that the Coyotes are actually towards the top of uh, cap space this year. Like, they are actually filling it up way to the top, which is yeah. never really a factor for the Coyotes. So it's kind of interesting to see that and to see that they're willing to uh, pay big money for yeah. big players. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's pretty crazy that if you think about it, the Coyotes are basically a cap team now. They mm-hmm. only have about a million dollars, a million and a half dollars up in cap space. And uh, yesterday, Aaron Cohen, if you go look at the Coyotes' Twitter page, put out a, a release and basically said that this is Alex Morello's commitment to winning. And I, I wonder if this trade ever would have happened under the Barraway era. Like, I, I, I think Alex Morello is pretty key in saying, listen, you can bring on this money. We're going to be a cap team this year, and we're going to try and win. By the way, um, Hunter, uh, we see you. Uh, go, but if, you're, if you haven't already, you probably are. Go check out his page. It's Coyote Central. Um, we'll tag him in a post so you guys can go follow him. Uh, so thank you. Appreciate it, man. You're awesome. And then the other thing that I kind of wanted to point out, and uh, Richie, you know even more details on this than I do, but... You're going to surprise me here. It is the fact that um, he had vetoed a trade earlier oh, to yes. um, Colorado. Minnesota. And, or no, Minnesota, thank you. <laughs> what am I talking about? To Minnesota. Sorry, I'm like over here. But this is what happens when I put down my notes. Um, but yeah, it's straight to the wild. I don't know why I had Colorado in my Because head. we were talking about uh, Carl Soderbergh. Yes, there. thank you. Um, I, I've been all kinds of mixed up lately. <laughs> um, but so, yes, yeah, so he had vetoed that trade because he um, had a no trade clause in his contract. And you had told me that he had, what was it, an 18 Yes, left? so he had a modified no trade, uh, no movement clause, I think. So basically he had an eight-team list of teams where he would be willing to be traded to without having to waive his no-trade clause. 
And uh, it was reported by a couple different writers, essentially, that that entire list was made up of teams he knew the Penguins couldn't move him to. So they were division teams or they were teams that didn't have the cap space to bring him in. And then the Arizona Coyotes. So basically, Phil Kessel more or less forced the Pittsburgh Penguins to trade him to the Coyotes because he wants to play here, which... I can't. I don't think can be said enough is that a player of Phil Kessel's caliber wants to come here and play in Arizona, and that's something we don't say about pretty much any other Arizona sports team is where you have big time free agents and big time players wanting to come and play here. So that's huge. And I think it really kind of speaks to how much Arizona is becoming a hockey boys club in a way. Like all of these old players are wanting to settle down here and are coaching their kids. I mean, Doan's son just decided mm-hmm. that he was going to go to ASU. Um, and that, and there's, what, one, two, at least two others that are post-NHLers that live yeah, here. Danny Breer's kid, ASU commit, uh, and then so is Austin Lemieux, Mary Lemieux's kid. Yes. He's already playing. He's, he played a little yeah. bit last season. He's, he's already there. So, um, I mean... There's so many players that are deciding to stay here and raise their kids here. Mm-hmm. And I think with Austin Matthews being on um, the new Chell cover, like that's a big deal too. You know? Sorry? Chell? Chell. What? Chell, NHL. Oh. Chell. Is that, what you, is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? They, uh, they've always called it Chell. Oh, I had no idea. Even I... during the, um, the awards. I had no, had, I, had I, I had no idea. I'm Chell. sorry. I don't NHL. play. I don't play video games, so I have. I have no clue what the kids talk about when they talk about chill. Chill. Yes. We're gonna play some chill, guys. Well, so when, um, but since he's on the cover, I think that's also a big deal that <laughs> that now that you have someone who was born and raised in Scottsdale, basically, is on the cover of that and is taking over as a, you know, a big face of the NHL and then the fact that players are now seeing that and essentially wanting to come here. I think a big part of it is the fact that hockey is growing in Arizona mm-hmm. so exponentially and it's so beautiful to see because it's happening literally before our eyes. Yes, yeah. that is the perfect note to end on I think. Yes it is. So um, if you guys have any questions for us feel free on um, on here, on any of our other social medias. Oh yes, uh, Richie is wearing my down jersey. You have to rub the down. I'm over here with my old school Yandel. I mean, I thought it was kind of, it worked well because he's the Iron Man right now. And as we referenced earlier, um, Kessel has not missed a game in what, nine seasons? Mm-hmm. Yes, nine seasons. So um, that's kind of part of the reason why I wore my old school Yandel jersey was to give a reference to that. But um, you can ask us any questions that you want on any of our social medias and uh, keep this conversation going because I think it's going to be a big deal and Richie's already planning on buying his jersey. Mm-hmm. So if you are too, <laughs> let us know so Richie doesn't feel so alone. Yeah, yeah. Good night, good hockey, everybody. See you soon.